Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, here to give you a new updated uh, news in regards to your crypto universe. So, first and foremost, let's uh, let's switch over the scene here to... There you go. Now you guys can see what's going on here. Let's head on over to the first news, all provided by Decrypt.co, written by Andrew Thoravallis, CEO of bankrupt crypto lender Celsius, Alex Mashinsky, resigns. Bum, bum, bum. Alex Mashinsky, CEO of the bankrupt crypto lender Celsius Network, has submitted a letter of resignation to the company's board of directors, according to a press release from a New York law firm on Tuesday. I elected to resign my post as CEO of Celsius Network today, he said, uh, said Mashensky in a statement. Ne Nevertheless, I will continue to maintain my focus on working to help the community unite behind a plan that will provide the best outcome for all creditors, which is what I have seen doing uh, since the company filed for bankruptcy. In his official letter, Mashensky said that he regretted how much of a distraction, quote unquote, uh, his presence had become as a company's CEO. Quote, I am very sorry about the difficult financial circumstances members of our community are facing, he added. Mashensky was allegedly responsible for a series of poor trades in early 2022 that participated the crypto lender's downfall. Celsius was one of the first major crypto lenders to freeze user withdrawals as crypto markets crashed in mid-June this year. After weeks of silence, the firm eventually filed for bankruptcy while revealing a $1.2 billion hole in its balance sheet. Leading up to the bankruptcy filing, on-chain data shows that Celsius was hastily paying back money on its various DeFi loans to avoid getting liquidated on over $440 million in collateralized Bitcoin. The firm eventually paid back the entire loan and recovered the funds. The firm has since gained permission to sell its mined Bitcoin to pay for its operations. July numbers indicated its operations were running at a loss, but a New York judge determined that the move would ultimately help investors. Earlier this month, Vermont officials alleged that Celsius has been secretly insolvent since 2019 and that CEO Alex Mashensky had made false and misleading statements to exaggerate the firm's financial health. That's a tough one, man. Alex is now gone. He's officially gone. That's it. Adios, Alex. You know, what's for the future for Celsius? That is the question. Well, and that leads up. Lead, lead us into our next news article, which is from Crypto Potato, written by Antonia Isiche. Sam Bankman-Fried plans to bid for Celsius assets. Report. FTX founder and CEO Sam Bankman-Fried could be bidding for the assets of, of beleaguered cryptocurrency lender Celsius shortly after winning the bid for Voyager Digital Asset. This comes just following the resignation of Alex Mashinsky, the former CEO of the struggling lender. According to Bloomberg, an anonymous source revealed the news, adding that FTX is also planning to raise $1 billion in a new funding round. The latest development comes shortly after FTX won the auction for the assets of struggling crypto firm Voyager Digital, which has an estimated worth of about $1.4 billion. FTX beat bidders like Binance to emerge the winner. Celsius in June announced that the platform would halt all withdrawals, swaps, and transfers between accounts, citing extreme market conditions. The company later sought Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. As recently reported by Crypto Potato, Celsius CEO Alex Mashinsky stepped down from the helm effective immediately. SBF, uh, through its companies FTX and Alameda, has been 
on a buying spree since the crypto bear market began earlier this year. He made such a deal with another struggling lender, BlockFi, while there, while there were also reports about a potential acquisition of Robinhood, but that seems to be just a rumor for now. Although most of the crypto market is deep in red today, Celsius' native token spiked by 10% after the SBF news came out, but re retraced, uh, retraced to a familiar ground shortly after. And that's it. That is the update on Celsius. What do you guys think about that? Leave your comments below. Right, heading on to the third article of the day. This one's written by Andrew Thorovalis, provided by CryptoPotato.com. Federal Reserve, what's the title on this? Uh, Fed Chairman confirms that a U.S. CBDC would not be anonymous. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said that a central bank digital currency, CBDC, in the U.S. would not be anonymous during an event hosted by Bank of France on Tuesday. He described the key properties that would underpin a CBDC if implemented, one of which includes being uh, identity verified. The chairman com comments were in response to an audience question about the anonymity, anonymity of many cryptocurrencies on whether CBDCs would mimic this property. While the Fed is yet to make any decisions on whether to proceed with a CBDC, it has been very actively discussing what one might look like and its potential risks and benefits. Powell said that a CBDC would be guaranteed to have four characteristics, intermediation, privacy, protection, interoperability, and ver... Uh, that's actually more than one, two, three, four, five. That's five. Why? Let me read that again. Powell said that a CBDC would be guaranteed to have four characteristics. Number one, intermediation. Two, private... Oh, privacy protection. There, That's what it was. Privacy protection. Three, interoperability. Four, uh, identity verification. It would not be anonymous, he clarified. It would not be an, an anonymous bearer instrument. Powell added that this would require finding the balance between privacy protection and, and identity ver verification, which is already done in today's traditional banking system. Privacy, quote-unquote, refers to the ability to have others unable to observe one's actions. By contrast, an anonymity means one's actions are observable, but nobody knows who is behind them. In some ways, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin can be considered anonymous because the protocol does not collect identifying information from users interacting with the network. However, it lacks privacy because its ledger of transactions is publicly transparent. Powell said that the Fed will nevertheless need approval from Congress if it ever seeks to roll out a CBDC. Numerous congressional Republicans, including Tom Emmer and Ted Cruz, have signaled opposition to its issuance. Tuesday's event was attended by a wide array of central bankers and monetary authorities around the world and was focused on discussing the role of crypto technology and decentralized finance in the economy. French Central Bank Chief Francois Villeroy de Galhou was amused by the audience members' characterization of digital assets as cryptocurrencies. You use the word cryptocurrency, which is the best way to stimulate the five central bankers who are here, he joked. Earlier during the presentation, he emphasized that such items are not currencies, but rather crypto assets. Christine Lagarde, chief of the European Central Bank, ECB, has expressed similar views on the topic, believing Bitcoin to be a highly speculative asset with no future. However, during Tuesday's discussion, Lagarde suggested that central banks risk becoming irrelevant if they don't pursue development on CBDCs. Quote, 
If we are not involved in experimenting and, innovate and innovating in terms of digital central bank money, we risk losing the role of monetary anchor that we have played for many, many decades. Lagarde echoed predictions from Fed Vice Chair Lyle uh, Bernard in May, suggesting that the rise of private market currencies could usher in a, a return to the free banking of the 19th century that precipitated crisis after crisis, Lagarde argued. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. All right, <clears throat> let me get some water here and we'll continue with the next article, which is from decrypt.co. Written by Sander Lutz. Circle expands USDC stablecoin to support five new blockchains. Continuing on with CBDCs. Interesting. Okay. Circle, the company behind the world's second largest stablecoin, announced on Wednesday that it will soon be making USDC available on five additional blockchains. By early next year, USDC will be compatible with Arbitron, Cosmos, Near, Optimism, and Polkadot. The company's chief product officer, Nikhil uh, Shanzrock, uh, revealed today to a live audience at Circle's Converge 2022 uh, conference. Stable coins are cryptocurrencies pegged to the value of the government-backed fiat currency, most commonly the U.S. dollar. As is the case with USDC, they are typically fully collateralized by real-world cash and assets and thus serve as a sturdy crypto asset supposedly immune to the volatility of the crypto market. For this reason, stable coins are particularly popular with traditional finance institutions wading into crypto. Extending multi-chain support for USDC opened the door for institutions, exchanges, developers, and more to innovate and have easier access to a trusted and stable dollar, digital dollar. Circle's VP of product, Juan Reganato, said in a statement, USDC should function on Arbitrum, Near, Optimism, and Polkadot by the end of the year, the company stated today. Compatibility with Cosmos is expected to launch by early 2023. Today's announced uh, expansion will soon be will soon bring the total number of USDC compatible blockchains to 14. The coin is already operable on Ethereum, Solana, Avalanche, Polygon, Tron, Algorand, Flow, Hedera, and Stellar. Circle's leadership also announced on stage today the upcoming launch of a cross-chain transfer protocol for USDC which will streamline the process of transacting the cryptocurrency across blockchains. The protocol will specifically assist developers in creating wallets, apps, and financial service services tools that permit and encourage the seamless transfer of USDC across networks. The company conceded in a statement that, uh, as it stands, current mechanisms for transacting USDC across blockchains are creating fragmented liquidity and offer a complicated user experience. Cross-chain transfer protocol ultimately enables USDC to function as a universal dollar liquidity layer across ecosystems, providing the most capital-efficient way to transport value across the crypto ecosystem, said Reganato. The protocol is expected to be available on Ethereum and Avalanche by the end of the year, with compatibility across other chains to follow in 2023. USDC's chief competitor and the largest stablecoin by market capitalization is Tether, USDT, which currently operates on 13 blockchains and is, and is expected to expand to Polygon in the near future. Asset-backed stablecoins like USDC and USDT gained increased relevance and support after Terra's algorithmic stablecoin UST imploded in early May, leading to wiping out of more than $40 billion in value. 
UST was not backed by any assets and instead depended on an ultimately flawed algorithmic relationship with Terra's native token Luna to maintain its dollar peg. USDC and USDT both retained their value and reputation during the market uh, tumult that ensured after uh, that ensued after Terra's collapse, largely due to the fact both cryptocurrencies are backed by assets audited and monitored by American financial institutions. That oversight can cut both ways, however. Last month, when the U.S. Treasury blacklisted Ethereum coin mixing tool Tornado Cash and wallet addresses associated with the service, Circle moved to preemptively freeze the USDC associated with those wallets, and a move decried by privacy advocates as inappropriate compliance with overreaching government censorship. In the fallout of the event, numerous organizations, including MakerDAO, the largest decentralized finance protocol by market capitalization, capitalization have begun divesting from USDC given Circle's apparent policy and compliance with government sanctions. Not looking good for USDC. That's the way it's gonna go. Alright, next news written by Stacy Elliott, provided by Decrypt.co. Stablecoin markets shift as Binance begins USDC conversions. Bum 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 Binance conversion of Circle's USDC, Paxos, Pax Dollar, and True USD to the exchange's own stablecoin, Binance USD, have begun, and the effects on the stablecoin market are already being felt. Since Binance's announcement that it would discontinue support for competing stablecoins on its exchange, the world's largest by volume USDC outflows from Binance. That is, the number of USDC stablecoins leaving the exchange are up by 93%. Meanwhile, USDC's market cap has fallen by 5%. As of Wednesday afternoon, $26 billion worth of stablecoins were sitting on Binance's exchange, according to blockchain analytics firm Nansen. Of that, $20 billion was in BUSD, with the rest uh, in competing stablecoins, $683 million worth of USDC, $48 million USDP, and $283 million TUSD. The only other sizable stablecoin balance on Binance was $5 billion worth of Tether, according to Nansen. Since Monday, users have been able to start converting their soon-to-be delisted stablecoins to BUSD at a one-to-one -one rate. But starting tomorrow, the exchange will automatically convert any remaining USDC, USDP, and TUSD balances to its own stablecoin, according to a blog post. Although the Binance announcement named three of its competitors, much of the attention has fallen on USDC. It's the second largest stablecoin by market capitalization and has consistently, consistently outpaced BUSD. Neither Binance nor Circle's USDC's issuers responded to the request for comment from Decrypt. But there are still signs in exchange data that shows how the conversion have already impacted the stablecoin's landscape. When Binance announced the move at the start of the month, it created a lot of agita. Agita. That's because the crypto exchange is by far the largest by volume, having done $23 billion in transactions in the past day. Uh, when the announcement was made, Twitter user BloodGoodBTC likened it to a crypto monopoly, saying the exchange was, quote, delisting competitors like Google did 10 years ago. Meanwhile, Vocal Tether and Bitfinex critics Bitfinex hypothesized that the conversion should show a fall in USDC issuance and the rise in BUSD issuances. Since both stablecoins are meant to hold one-to-one -one peg with the US dollar and both Paxos and Circle burns coins as they're redeemed, their issuance can be approximately uh, approximated using their market capitalization. 
Sure enough, USDC's market cap has fallen to $49 billion since Binance's announcement earlier this month. Over the same period, BUSD's market cap has risen 8% to $21 billion, according to CoinGecko. Both Binance CEO Shang Peng Zhao and Circle CEO Jeremy Allaire have been adamant in saying that the auto conversion do not amount to delisting of USDC. For his part, Zhao said on Twitter that users can still deposit and withdraw USDC from the exchange. Best price, low slippage for all users, he said. Separately, uh, Allaire said in a, in a Twitter thread the day after the announcement that the change will, quote, likely lead to more USDC flowing to Binance. In it, he took a side swipe at competitor Tether, tweeting that USDT is not cash equivalent, not even close. He also argued that since BUSD usage outside of Binance is so limited, that it would make USDC the preferred stablecoin for moving funds across centralized and decentralized crypto exchanges. The past day of trading does show that BUSD mostly trades on Binance, according to CoinGecko data. The three most popular BUSD trading pairs were Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Tether on Binance's own exchange. They already count for 65% of all the stablecoins' volume. Meanwhile, centralized exchange Mexi Global's BTC slash USDC trading pair have been the stablecoin's most popular market in the past day, accounting for $747 million or 17% of USDC's volume. And the soon to be ceased BTC slash USDC trading pair on Binance accounted for 4% of USDC's volume, according to CoinGecko. There has also been signs of the shift in exchanges outflows, according to blockchain data firm Into the Block. After the Binance announcement, USDC outflows from Binance have risen. USDC outflow volume from Binance is up 93% from $158 million at the end of August to $307 million. And the count of outflow transactions has increased by 77% from about 1,100 to about 1,800 transactions, according to Into the Block. That brings the running total for September to $19 million across 44,314 transactions, up from $18 million in August. Those outflows, said Lucas Altomuro, into the block's head of research, could be users who don't want to have their USDC converted to BUSD. But as far as I know, Binance is not actually converting them, so it's not like they are withdrawing clients' USDC and sending inflows of BUSD, he said. He told Decrypt. It is likely to increase BUSD's liquidity longer term, leveraging Binance's position of strength. Short term, it might not make that big of a difference given that, as I mentioned, Binance is not actually converting the assets. But to put outflow in perspective, it's a modest increase compared to the amount of USDC that was being moved off Binance in May and June. Into the block data shows that those two months were the highest and second highest months for USDC outflows from Binance's Binance since 2018 when the exchange added the stablecoin. Users took $50 billion worth of USDC off the exchange in May and $30 billion in June while the collapse of Terraform's TerraUSD algorithmic stablecoin and Luna governance token rattled the market. Well, we'll see what's to come from that. Alright, CZ. Next article. And this is, whoa, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, this is our last article for the day. This one's from Crypto Potato, written by Antonia Isiche. FTX U.S. President Brett Harrison steps down. Brett Harrison, president of the United States subsidiary of major cryptocurrency exchange FTX, is leaving his leadership position but will act as an advisor for the company. 
Nevertheless, the executive will continue to have an advisory role. The FTX U.S. boss announced his resignation in a tweet thread on Tuesday, September 27, 2022, after serving as CEO for the company for nearly one and a half years. While Harris, Harrison is no longer head of U.S. division of FTX, the former executive said, quote, I'm remaining in the industry with the goal of removing technological barriers to full participation in and maturation of global crypto markets, both centralized and decentralized. Until then, I'll be assisting Sam and the team with, the, with this transition to ensure FTX ends the year with all its characteristic momentum. Meanwhile, the former FTX U.S. chief said he would transfer his responsibilities over the next few months while moving to an advisory role at the company. Harrison's resignation comes on the heel of reports that FTX won the auction to acquire Voyager's digital asset value at over $1 billion. Notably, there has been a series of top executives stepping down from their positions. Celsius CEO Alex Mashensky, Kraken co-founder and CEO Jesse Powell, Genesis CEO Michael Morrow, and MicroStrategy boss Michael Saylor are the latest to exit their helm in their various firms in recent times. That's actually scary. Think about that. I mean, in one year, all the big head honchos stepped down consistently, one after another. That's not, I don't know if that's actually a good thing, man. That's actually quite terrifying if you ask me. All right, Cryptonauts, we're going to wrap it up there. If you're interested in checking out these news articles, they will be posted in the description below. You guys can follow up and read on that stuff. Uh, make sure you like and share. Subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Let's actually plug in our coin tree here. So we do have uh, some merch, which I'm going to show you here on the screen. Uh, we do have a Black Diamond Hands slash StackSats t-shirt. You guys can check that out here. Quick view. And that's what it looks like with a diamond and hands emoji on the back stack sats on hodl for $25 you got the c3 logo on the cuff that is awesome i bought i bought this one and i can't wait for it to show up that's gonna be so cool all right we also have let's go a couple more of these images here all right different colors as well all right we also have Diamond Hands, Never Sell. I'm going to click on that. Once again, that's being sold for $25. Check that t-shirt out. You got the Diamond Hands uh, emoji in the front. And on the back, you have Diamond Hands, Never Sell. And once again, you have this in black and white. And let's go back to the next one, which is Stack Sets and Hodl. Once again, for $25. Check that out. And you got the C3 logo in the front. Check that out. All right, what else do we have? We have our Discord. We do have a Discord channel, which is Cryptocurrency Chat. There is a link in the coin tree. Check that out. we got a bunch of things going on in there. I'm constantly there if you guys want to hang out and chit-chat there. Uh, let's see, YouTube. We do have our YouTube channel where we upload all our videos consistently all the time. You can look at this. this we have a bunch of videos here. Check them out. Make sure you hit that subscribe channel. Okay, what else do we have? We have Twitter, of course. We do have Twitter. Here it is. I just tweeted this out. You know, Cryptocurrency uh, Chat Podcast episode 445. Yep, 445. We are on Spotify and on Anchor. Where is it at? Let's go Anchor. Here's Anchor. That's uh, what our logo looks like. And there's all of our episodes from episode number one. Actually, Anchor has, uh, is where I started uh, the podcast. 
And I think uh, later on, like episode 300 is when I started uh, using YouTube and uh, um, Odyssey. Yeah. So if you want to find the original one, it's way down there. I wonder if I can scroll always down to the bottom. Yep, there it is. May 11th, 2020, episode one, Bitcoin having. That's the reason why I wanted to start podcasting. I, I was doing something similar to this uh, a few years prior, prior to 2020. And I just went, uh, you know, underground for a bit, just did my own crypto stuff. And I decided, you know what, let me come back. This is a, a pretty good way to get back into uh, into the crypto scene publicly and rebrand myself as Blockchain John. And the Bitcoin happening is probably the best thing I could have done right there. 630,000. Yep. Pretty cool, man. That was awesome. That's, that was my start right there. All right. What else do we have in the coin tree? Odyssey. Uh, let's see. Do I have Odyssey up? I don't have Odyssey up. Hello, cool. crypto knots. I am your host, Blockchain John, and on today's episode, we're going. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, let's see. Odyssey. Let's pull up Odyssey real quick. Copy that and paste right here and check that out. Yep, once again, so what we do is uh, we upload our videos to YouTube and, and export them over to Odyssey. Uh, just in case there's any kind of uh, issues going on with YouTube, at least we have our videos over on Odyssey. So we only got a couple followers. We're trying to grow our Odyssey page. So if you don't mind, head on over there and click the follow button. We would greatly appreciate that. I want to grow this as much as possible by the end of the year. That's the number one goal there. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. That wraps up uh, our stuff. If you guys want to donate via crypto, we do have a bunch of crypto coins here. Bitcoin, Ethereum, BNB, Raven, Bat, Litecoin, Flux, Monero, USDC, and so on and so forth. Check that out in the coin tree linked below. All right, Cryptonauts. So with that said, until next time. Actually, what do we have coming up? We have uh, this Friday, we have uh, Ravencoin Community Day. And on Saturday, I believe we have an interview and Braveland event. So there's going to be a lot of episodes coming up in the next couple of days. So make sure you check that stuff out here on uh, Twitch. We are streaming on Twitch. So follow the twitch.tv slash blockchain John. All right, now I'm officially done. So, Cryptonauts, until next time, stack sats and huddle. Adios.